I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We have worked together before. Yeah, we've been we've been together for been a while, but yeah. I'm not going to let you bull rush me today. I'm going to put my Jonathan. See, Ogden, I knew you were going to talk you. that trash already. <laughs> See, that's right. The buddy. last time we were together in the studio, you almost got beat up by Shane Mosley. That's right. That's yeah, right. the last time we were here, Shane Mosley almost left hooked you to next. I know Tuesday. Floyd Mayweather wanted to punch me out. All these guys want to knock me well, out. Why do you keep challenging? Because I challenge them. Because you, they don't why fight. Why do you challenge fighters? Because I grew up in an era when the greatest fought the greatest. Today, guys, I'm, this I'm, is the McGregor era where the fighters punch old people now. Yeah, so just be careful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He beat up old guys and then the, you know, I don't. We'll talk about everything. I can't wait yeah. to talk football with you. But I don't understand. You're you played sports. Yeah. Didn't you want when you played football? Didn't you want to get paid the highest amount of money you could make? Uh yes. So, so how Depending come, though. Depending on what? I, I want to win first. I'm weird. Oh, no, no, I, I do. I, I really want to win first. So oh, if, if okay. it cost me a few mil, really, then I would stay where I'm at if the situation was great. Absolutely. So Bro, I, make... I lived years without a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. That sucks. It really does. So if you can make, if you were playing today and say the Rams offered you 80 million to stay 80 million here, or let's say um, Green Bay offered you 110. Okay, I take 110. Well, there you go. You be, just no, contradicted yourself. because Green yourself. Bay's got Aaron Rodgers. Now, give me a team okay, like the Jets. Quarterback. The Jets. Say offered, Jacksonville. If Jacksonville says has 110 million. With a rookie quarterback. Okay. Uh, I'm, plus I'm, no state taxes. I'm not, I'm not sold on Lawrence just yet. He's a rookie. That's, 30, that's like $40 million more. See, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm only here for the winning. Oh. I want rings. I want championships. You weren't like that? I thought you were. I thought you were a winning well, guy. Please don't tell me you're a businessman masquerading as an athlete. Um, that drives me nuts. Um, Unless you're Shaq, it, it, it depends how much the, if the difference is. Today, if I was playing in the NBA today, yeah, I talk about this with my son all the time. I say, if if I was playing today, what would I be commanding in my salary? With my stats I put up in, in my prime with the Blazers, I'd be a thirty million dollar year player. Okay, and, and so someone offered me thirty million to play with Portland or forty million a year to move to Orlando. Okay, I'm gonna have to I have to move, man, to Orlando. 40, De- 10 more million dollars how, how good's no the team? Taxes. Do you have a chance to win down there, or is it just to all about title, money? I got a chance to be in the playoffs, but win a title? No, I would. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't going to be a title favorite in Portland because we had to deal with the Lakers, okay, and other powerhouses, the Celtics, other powers like that. But if I had a chance yeah. to, I want cash and wins, yeah. but well, I would rather sacrifice the cash to keep the win. Depends on how much cash. I would sacrifice some. A lot. I, not well. I'm not going to sacrifice half. Like Fifty million. I'm not going to sacrifice half the deal. No, I mean you're going to have to make it close. But right. yeah, I would, I would, you know, you're I would the, do what it takes to stay on a team that has a chance to win. It's you know, so, you the, know how hard it is to win. You know what the million dollar man used to say? Who the million dollar man, the wrestler? Who? Oh yeah, well yeah, everybody's got a price. price. <laughs> See, and that's why I couldn't stand people that would leave. Uh, do you remember Sean Gilbert? I oh, think yeah. you were yes, in town the same time he was yeah, here. Of course I do. Defensive tackle, yeah. Yes, he was. Uh, he was the Aaron Donald, I guess, back then yeah. in the '90s, and. From Pitt, same school as Aaron Donald, and he was the guy that mentored me into the NFL. Yeah. So I went right from college. I'm still rah-rah, bula-bula, and I met Sean Gilbert, so he kind of mentored me. Uh, then we left, went to St. Louis, and I remember we were on a bus leaving practice, going back to the facility in Earth City. It was about 
15 minute drive. Everything in St. Louis is a 15 minute drive. And he told me on the bus that he was getting ready to leave. Like I'm leaving this team and going to Washington. And I was so, I never, I haven't spoke to him since. I was so disgusted by that. How can you leave us? We have a chance to be great. We have a chance to win. Yeah. And it was all about business and yeah, money. Yeah, the money was so wasn't as big as it is now back then, thirty years ago. Well, he wound up making forty eight million, forty six million. This is nineteen ninety five dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah. For a defensive tackle, that's big oh, though. Huge. Absolutely. Yes. No doubt. But How I was blame him? I was but see, I did. You're not supposed to be counting other players' pockets up. You that's left what me. We had a chance to be a dominant defensive yeah. line. This is yeah, about would, the steel curtain. If if I had a teammate like that that says, Man, I got a chance to make way more money, something I'd say, Go ahead, man. You gotta take care of yourself and your family. I wouldn't be mad at him for that. But your first question, what's the team? going to do for you here what's the team offer so say. so if the team said if they if he told me the team was going to offer him 25 million yeah. and you know you're close to that number but some team is about to like break the bank right. and pay you way more than you're worth and you take that then well, isn't that what washington did uh not with him no no uh carolina paid him but he went to the pro bowl uh, that yeah, year yeah, 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 yeah absolutely absolutely so let what's me ask, let me ask you since go ahead. here there's nobody better to talk to about this because there's two things when i watch my football game especially when i watch the rams play the when I you look around. exactly the same. I'm sorry. Huh? I, I, I told my family that I was going to do a show with you, and they went nuts because they're all Laker fans. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're right. listening right now, but you, I, what does he look like now? Exactly the way he did <laughs> as a player. Anyway, oh, go ahead. Thank you, sir. Except a little a less hair. Yeah, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, because if I let my hair grow out, I look like Grady from the Sanford, Sanford and Son. Oh, gray. really? Yeah, all gray. But here's the thing that bothers me. When I watch the Rams play and when I watch linemen play, I always like to watch the trenches. I always pay attention to that stuff. I love well, you're a big. Yeah, ever since uh, Larry, Larry Allen was in the league, I always like to see who could dominate at the <sighs> line. Did anybody ever scare you in your career? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I'm was. i I'm mad enough to say guys like Daryl Dawkins. Okay, fair. Uh, with big monsters. He just didn't want to. Uh, didn't want I've to never feared any man in pads until I lined up on Larry Allen. Really? Why? He was massive. He was strong. And we had played in an all-star game together. And he was just, like, he was nasty. As a person, not mean, but yeah. just gross. Like right. he would, you know, spit tobacco spit in his car seat. Just nasty <laughs> yeah. type dude, but he was also nasty as a player and strong as. I heard he's the strongest player ever to play the game. Okay, you ever see? You ever put on a pair of shoulder pads? Yeah, I have. Okay, you know the uh, the, the the laces that hold the pads yeah, right. together. Yeah. You hardly, if ever, touch those. They never come undone. Uh, he was the only guy that that ever reached in and grabbed the laces and ripped them completely out. So the only thing holding my shoulder pads on were the underhooks and my jersey. One play. Wow. Yeah, it was intimidating. So what but go was ahead. it like when he got his hands on you? Like if he tried to bull rush him or something? Uh, well, there's no bull rushing. No, no, no. <laughs> there, if, if, if you try to bull rush Larry, you're stupid. How would he do against Aaron Donald? Who people say is the greatest Ooh, D lineman ever. I'd love to see that matchup. I really would. Because Aaron Donald tried to beat him with quickness, right? No, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I think Aaron would do what it takes to win, but Aaron's just not all about quickness. That guy is strong. Yeah, I know, know he's strong, what. but is he Larry yeah. Smith? Larry Allen strong? I think so. Well, yeah. What could he bench? Uh, I'm I'm sure he's way over five. Yeah, I don't know. Larry was at seven hundred. I don't know what the max is, but way over five. Yeah. But I mean, this is the thing that makes Aaron so good: is he's just as strong as the man blocking, if not stronger, mm -hmm. and he's quicker. Yeah, That's why he's quick. so good. Yeah. That's what I don't understand about Aaron Donald. And we'll talk about the other offensive uh, lineman thing that bothers me, too. Yeah. Aaron Donald is super quick. I've seen him. He's, 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 he's extremely fast and agile. And Why don't they play him on the edge where there's less well, traffic? He's, he's an inside guy. Really? He, he can't he, adjust to yeah, being. He can't be the next JT Watt. It's, it, it's a different game out really? there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Aaron is used to making contact on one step. 
But it's or, so or, fast and agile and low to the ground. These fat offensive line tackles will have no chance against right. him. But the and he'd be more one on one, wouldn't but he? But offensive tackles by rule get to line up off the football about a yard and a half. Yeah. So it negates his quickness. Really? So he gets that quick first step. He still hasn't even touched the tackle. See, I hear that. Oh, it's negating the quickness. But I, I don't yeah. see that, uh, DeMarco, because... That's why you don't see edge rushers that size. You see edge rushers are long, lanky well, guys. Exactly. So in, so in that vein, in that regard, since the edge rush, rushers are so rangy and fast, Miles Garrett, the J.T. Watts of the world... Uh, J.J. Watt. J.T. Watt, too. Oh, the other guy yeah, in Pittsburgh. Other, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. smaller, but... Uh, yeah. Since they're coming around with that kind of quickness and, and speed that we see, kind of get, they dip their shoulders and they get around, right? And I watch these offensive, these 340, 360-pound tackles. They can't move their feet more than one step. By the third or fourth shuttle, shuttle sideways, crab shuttle, shuffle, the guys buy them. Why doesn't the NFL or coaches put another guy out there who's maybe 300 with quicker feet? Instead of put him where? On the, on the edges, right and left tackle. Because you're dealing with speed rushers now oh, in the do. NFL. Uh, no. Orlando no. Brown and all these guys no, are 360 no, pounds. Well, it depends on they what They can't o- move. You de- it depends on what offense you're using. If you're if, Listen, if you're, if you're heavy run in power and you've oh, got – Oh, please, nobody heavy running. If Who's got, a heavy run other than Tennessee? Who's a heavy Baltimore. run offense these days? Baltimore. They have a running well, quarterback. Just, but if you're a heavy run and you use a lot of tight ends, you want bigger tackles because yeah. you want movement. But look at the Rams' left tackle. Andrew Whitworth yeah. is almost 40. I know he's old, too. He's 300 and. 20 pounds, right. but he's slender. He looks like a CrossFit athlete. So there's a lot of good athletes playing left tackle. They're not all, you know, hog mogs. Yeah. There's, some, there's some slender guys out there. But putting Aaron outside against certain guys mm-hmm. works. But, I mean, against a – Because to me, I know but, he's but quick. Not, but you wouldn't want to live on that. It's, it's too easy to take an end away anyway. If yeah. you Yeah, it, it's too easy to take an edge rusher away. Or out of the offense, or out of the defense. So they like you the cannot fact. take Aaron Donald away. He's right in front of your quarterback. Yeah, so that's, they like that he can just muck things up in the middle. Absolutely. Immediate. I mean, one step, and he's in your quarterback's lap. So whatever you tried to call is dead. You know, either he sacks you or he just blew up the play. So that's where I'd want to put him. The most immediate, direct so, place to, to get to your quarterback. So as great as he is, why doesn't he have 20 sacks a year? He's a tackle, man. <laughs> Reggie White did it. <laughs> Reggie White was an end. Reggie White played everywhere. But Reggie White is an end. When you look him up, Reggie White is a defensive what's end. A, what's a good number of sacks for a tackle? Inside tackle. Like, uh, any, like, it, like career? No, or, just for a or season. For a season? Yeah. Look, if you get five. Five. If you get five in sacks. As an, season? In an interior as a As an interior defensive lineman, if you get five sacks, yeah. you can get paid in free agency. So 10 sacks is a fantastic season. 12, great. 13, 14, 15, you're talking all pro. Yeah. Aaron had 20. That's unreal from a defensive tackle. He unbelievable. Had, he had 20 sacks a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that is that's 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 not supposed to happen. Yeah. yeah, the defensive tackle outside of the nose tackle is the first guy the offense blocks, and usually with two guys. Yeah. So this guy is a threat from anywhere mm-hmm. on the offensive or defensive line, but he's so disruptive from that. Three technique, that B-gap spot, the outside yeah. shoulder of the guard. He just absolutely dominates that spot. And that's where the offense either focuses their protection for the quarterback or tries to run the football. Uh, did you watch uh, Monday Night Football this week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm so mad, by the way. Listen, yeah, man, yeah, go ahead. I said I tweeted this out when I was watching the game. I was so fr- I'm a big Lamar fan. I yeah. love Lamar. I just want him to win. I think that's the worst pass defense I'd ever seen in the history of football the other night from the Ravens secondary. 
Every, Probably. I'm every time they made Derek Carr look like Daryl LaMonica. Okay, give him a pass for Week One. Why? Everybody should get a pass Week One because you haven't seen the offense and misdirection is a blank. Well, Baltimore's receivers weren't getting open, so how come they could couldn't get open? But the the Raiders' receivers were open every time. Down Completely the field. different offense, and you don't know what you're looking at. It's 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 a it's a it's a very small sample size, and you don't know what you're going to get until you see it on game day, and then it's it. too late in the National Football. League. I mean, Derek Waller. You know what a study is. Why is he always ten yards open against the Ravens? How come he doesn't well, one, have someone? He's good. <laughs> well, I know that, but how come he doesn't have someone like right on his hip? He would be catching the ball, but guys, one, six he's yards really good. off of him. Uh, two, John Gruden is pretty good at finding ways to get him in one-on-one matchups. He's a problem. Oh, he is an absolute yeah. problem. But I'll, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> Here's a litmus test. Let's see what he does week two. Now that everything is on film. Same thing with the Rams. Uh, the, Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford carved up Chicago's defense. Mm-hmm. Now everything is on tape, or at least 50 plays. So they'll be able to game plan what you want to do and try to take it away. Who they play this week? Uh, they got Indianapolis. So what's Indianapolis going to do? Seattle hammered them. What are they going to do to Walla then? If you're Oh, you mean the Raiders. I don't know who the Raiders have. The Rams have Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, yeah, who do the Raiders have coming up? Anybody know? I don't follow the Raiders that closely. Well, don't you follow everybody, man? I, I do, I'm, but I don't, I'm I, don't, I don't know who they have coming up. Let's see. Yeah. They got they at the Steelers. Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, so what are they going to do? How are they going to take Waller away? How is uh, Tim, Tom going to take him out? Well, you got two choices. Uh, you can try to zone him off, man him up, or force Carr to get the ball out of his hand fast and not let him develop routes. Yeah. That's your choice. Yes. I mean, but I mean, look, it, it's a lose lose no matter what you do. Yeah. Yeah. If you try to go up tempo and rush car, Gruden can beat you. If you try to beat, try to cover Waller with one guy, mm-hmm. he's going to absolutely carve you to pieces. Yeah. yeah. Zone, he's just too big. So he's special. And uh, a little hyperbole out of John Gruden saying he's the best player he ever coached. Really? I hate when coaches say that. Wow. That says a lot since he coached to Warren Sapp. And who else did he coach in Tampa? He won a Super Bowl in Tampa. Yeah, with some studs. But this guy is the best guy you ever coached? That maybe sounds met, like Nathan Peters, Peterman hype. Maybe he met most talented. He said he's the best player. This wow. is a quote from John Gruden. He is the best player I ever coached. Man. I think that is so disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Say had, one of the best players you ever coached. Yeah, because he had Derek Brooks and all them brothers in, uh, in Tampa. That was some stuff yeah, back well, then. Well, you know, that wasn't really his team anyway. Uh, you know that. That yeah. was that was Tony Dungy's team. Did you just hand me something to read? This is see, this is Michael and DeMarco. You're gonna have to tell me what you want me to do. That's right, Laura. Don't Speak don't up. don't expect me to like <laughs> That's no. every man. I mean, I'm just saying. No, not every man. <laughs> that's right, Laura. It's Michael tell and DeMarco. <laughs> Laura, Sorry, Captain Sedano, but this is the way we're rolling. <laughs> what did you want me to do with this thing? Well, when we break, you have to toss the traffic. Oh, thank you. Didn't yeah. just say that. Yeah. Thank you. Are you done asking me questions now, Michael? Oh, are you kidding me? I got a whole bunch of them written down here. So that's we that's all we got? No, we got more. Okay. Shoot shoot another one. I'm well, waiting. We got to take a break. We don't have to take a break. We have to take a break? Why are you guys doing this to me? All right. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This song was the bane of my existence. It was. Was he? Oh, my God. <laughs> You've seen my butt, right? 
But the the every enha- time I walk by, they you play know, the song. Yeah, the enhancements that these Instagram models get now. This song is pretty appropriate, right? You know, with the, I guess so. With the Kim Kardashian uh, full figure kind of look. I mean, that's what it's all so. about in the Instagram mm. world. Right, Laura? Do them. I don't know. <laughs> Do you, boo, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Wow. I, I guess I'm pretty good. I guess, can you put this song out now? I guess you could. Uh, I this guess This is kind of so. tame by today's standards now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. What are you wearing, by the way? I got my LA Dodger uh, Look at you. sweat top on. Are you a Dodger fanatic? I was when I was a kid in the you Bahamas. Were, oh, no kidding. Willie Davis, Don Drysdale, Claude Osteen, Sandy Koufax, uh, Wes Parker, um... Who was the catcher back then? Um, it might have been was it Joe Ferguson? Ask Greg. Greg's all in on the Dodgers. Yeah. I yeah. Said, oh yeah. I grew, up with, I, grew up, I grew up a Dodger fan when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. I'm pointing this right at Greg because he knows what I'm going to say. Right. How many games you got left? Yeah, 16, man. I'm not rooting against you. No. Anyway. Yes, you are. I am not rooting yes, against are. you. No, I am not. 100%. I told you. Who are you rooting for? I, what I want you to do is get ready for the wild card. <laughs> but that's not rooting against. I, no. Get ready for the wild card. You're wasting your time. Such a hater. See, why is it hate when I'm, I'm speaking reality? Reality? Yeah. They got it's 15 games to go, two games 16, back. right? 16, they 16 got pl- games. They got plenty of time. You, you, need, you need to respect San Francisco. And I do oh, yeah. not like San Francisco. I hate the Giants. I hate their fan yeah, base. Man. Can't stand them. And I grew up in the Bay Area. I can't stand those people. Hate really? them. I'm not rooting for the Giants. But you need to accept reality and get ready for the wild card. Yeah. Is that wrong or is that hating? I mean, it's most likely what's going to happen. See? But there's still there's still plenty of time. The the Giants still have to play Atlanta, who got who swept them or took two or three from them last time. There's still a lot of things that can still happen. Sixteen games is a lot. Are you like afraid if you go to the wild card, you won't win the World Series? Is no, the no, no, no. I would much rather not be in a one game playoff. In yes. You know this, right? Yeah. Uh, thank you. Shouldn't you shouldn't be afraid to play anybody, anywhere, anytime. It's not about being afraid. It's just about being comfortable and being in a situation that's the easiest road to success. Ah, look at you. See? It is. There it is. Wouldn't you Beat rather it be? You. It was the same thing. <laughs> like, it was the same thing with the Lakers, Michael. Like, wouldn't you rather have the easy way through oh, than course. having the tough way yeah, through? Heck yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the easier okay. Path. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know you're just hating it's okay i am not hating you just have to know what's coming (laughs) you have to mentally prepare for what's coming if you really think you can win the division now i think you're you know a little crazy but anyway a little bit delusional that was was your word last time you're like we will you guys will never see number one and then i did not say that i did not say i did not say that I said delusional because you always feel Big Blue can do it. He he did. He you did say delusional. And Look then at you. You did. Well, you did. No, no. You I'm talking. I'm talking to Laura. She's oh, okay. trying to start fights in here. No, well, that's I'm what just. She does. What? <laughs> <laughs> trying to start fights in here. But no. But then the Dodgers caught up, and you were like, "Oh, ooh, oops, I was wrong." No, yeah. I wasn't even here to say that. See, yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> came, no, you, you came back. You came on a you Friday. Came and said, oh, you were right. I will find receipts. Hold up. Okay, don't. I did not say that. No, I'm happy. I'm I'm rooting. Um, but I will say this. Um. And I'm still shocked by this, Mike. Um, how can people uh, – the Dodgers – what was the record that just happened with the Dodgers? Um, or was that Russell Wilson? I'm conflating. Uh, Russell Wilson had nine years of a winning record in the NFL. That's never happened before. Really? As For a any starter, quarterback? As a starting quarterback. Wow. Nine years without not, a losing season. That's not even a Brady. Not even Brady. Nine straight years. I think Brady missed one. Yeah, but they still won 11-5 and five yes. without him. Nine years. Wow. It was just the stat on I, Sunday I, I don't that remember. I heard. Huh. Yeah, uh, I'll check that. Yeah, somebody but the, should check this. I don't remember Brady ever having a losing season. But this, I, I can't believe this is my point about the Dodgers. I still can't believe I hear anything negative about Dave Roberts. How? Because he's won a ring, and that gets you. That gives you. Uh, that gives With the you a run of success cushion. the Dodgers have had under him. Yeah. 
there's nothing negative to say about the man. This is this isn't Clay Helton. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's, he's been here what five, six years now. Yeah, and he's been to the playoffs every year, won a title. So I mean, nothing. You, you know, he's he's got him in position to to compete every year. So why would you say anything negative that, about him? That's I uh, maybe I just have a little more respect. So you think for, for coaching and managing than other people? But you think that that some negative criticism should come out? of You him? know, it's baseball. It's a long season, and you can nitpick just about yeah, anything. But I'm just surprised when it goes wrong in baseball. Uh-huh say a bullpen game goes wrong and he gets second guessed to death. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then somebody could say, well, I'm just not sure about Dave Roberts. And well, what more do you want, yeah, man? You I can't guess, win every year. Not, not, not even Joe Torre won every year. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's more level-headed. Anyway, what was your question? You had a football question. Yes. I got a bunch of them. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Let's see. Let's, where should I start off with? I got so many of them. Cause I knew I heard you were coming in and boy, I just love talking about, I know I, I'm ready for you. Matt Stafford. Let's talk about the uh, Matthew. First. Matt Stafford. Matthew. Oh, he's not like Matt. No, you didn't like... see that. You didn't get the memo. No, he doesn't. His like... wife checked us all. Really? Oh yes. It's not what about Ma- Matty. Nope. It's Matthew. Yeah, I've oh, been calling. Okay. I called him Matt Stafford. Yeah. Forever she until said. she said it's actually Matthew. Oh, okay. It's yeah. like Larry Fishburne. Yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, I didn't know you didn't like Larry. Yeah. It was on the movie credits. That's what I called you. He likes Lawrence. I sat next to him when I was flying back from the Bahamas last month. Big head. A couple months ago, <laughs> I sat right across the aisle from him. He was, we were both in first class. Yeah. Look and, at you. Well, I'm not an elitist. I need the leg room. Champagne and nuts. I, yeah, I need I the got leg you. room, too. Yeah. And uh, he was sitting right next to me. I didn't say a word to him. Why? I didn't want to bug him. Hey, Lawrence. I'm a, or Larry, I'm a big fan of yours. You know, I didn't want to say that, so I just left him alone. He you know what running. he probably said? Man, that Michael Thompson is a standoff. Oh, Blankety blank. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think he recognized me, but the uh, one of the flight attendants came up and took a selfie with him. Was that unprofessional for her to do that? Uh, it depends. How, he was how nice did... about it. He was very nice, very cordial. They talked for a minute, but she wanted a selfie with him. So I don't know. Should you? Sp- I, you is that, that against the rules? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, it's happened a few times to me. It's happened to they, you, right? Oh, well, not by not not on not on a plane because none of the people know who I am. But I think it's only inappropriate in the hospital. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I mean. You're there for you know you you, right. you got a knee, you yeah. got something, a concussion. Mm-hmm. You know, don't ask me for a selfie yeah. when I'm laying on a bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. But if I'm flying, that's cool. Exactly. You know, uh, yeah, it all depends nice on how you it. ask. Anyway, Matthew Stafford, your question. Um, have you noticed a difference in the I don't know the team's attitude, uh, savoir faire with Batty behind center as opposed to Jared Goff? Did you say savoir faire? Savoir faire. That's right. Wasn't there a cartoon savoir faires everywhere? I don't think anyway. Um, but yes, I there is a big difference, and I'll just say it. I and <laughs> I, with all due respect, he's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. Well, of course, yeah. Period. End of story. He's and a, this he's, offense he's is a better. Hall of Famer, isn't he? Because he'll play another seven well, years. Well, he needs a he needs a run here. He needs yeah. a late career run here, and yeah. you've got to put a ring on it. I mean, you're going to have numbers. You're going to have Philip Rivers yeah, numbers right. by well, the time you retire. Well, Rivers is in the Hall of Fame eventually. He, Right, um, but eventually, for Matthew Stafford to get in to solidify it, solidify it, it yeah. you got to put a ring on it. But this offense, to answer your question, is better with Matthew Stafford. It's better with a quarterback that can turn the game vertical, and you saw that mm. versus the oh, Bears. Yes, yeah. Cooper Cup going down the middle of the yeah. field. How many times have you seen that out of Cooper Cup since he's been in L.A.? Not many. Everything's lateral or short. Now you've got a guy that can push it down the field and throw with velocity, and throw with accuracy. Yeah. And he's got a coach that know, that knows how to torture safety. So this offense is better with Matthew Stafford. But it's NFC West. My goodness, this is loaded. C- could four teams make the playoffs, or are they just going to eat each other up? 
Are you are you believing in what the Cardinals? Did? Oh yeah, you could tell by last year they were they were improving. So so to see them start off the way they started off with, I definitely expect this. Man, Kyler Murray is the real deal. Okay, here's the deal. This is how I feel. I don't think they're that good, and I don't think Tennessee's that bad. Right. I think Tennessee just played a horrible game. Tennessee came out of training camp, out of preseason sleepwalking. Yeah. Even Chandler Jones. This this is what I was gonna say. Um, Max Crosby, the uh, Raiders defensive end, who won AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Okay. Good game, great numbers. But Five sacks, right? I th- no, that's Chandler Jones. Oh, that's right. Max Crosby, uh, he he wrecked shot, but it was more of a he was a beneficiary of Lamar Jackson having a bad game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones, five sacks, uh, four tackles for loss. You're the guy. Yeah. Um, but I would say some of those sacks were more Tennessee <laughs> messing up than him actually winning. Yeah. Uh, me and this sounds like a homer. If you want to look at what a defensive player was supposed to look at week one. Look at Jalen Ramsey. I've never seen a cornerback lead his team lead his team in tackles for loss. Hmm. A cornerback, yeah, the smallest guy on the field, so to speak, the most diva guy on the field is your toughest player, and he, played tough, played like really? a linebacker. Oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah, that, but he didn't have the sexy numbers yeah. to overcome a five sack day by Chandler Jones. But to me, far more effective. He did his job, plus made plays. It was amazing to watch. So I don't think the Cardinals are as good as week one. I don't think Tennessee is as bad as week one. What's it going to take to win this division? How many wins? 11? Oh, boy. Since Uh, they're going to cannibalize each other. Russell Wilson's not – you know, 12 or more. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 12, 13 to win this division. But, yeah, you're going to have to clean up when you – when you're out of division, you're going to have to clean this up. But when you get in division, San Francisco's a snootful – Arizona plays you tough, although they haven't beat McVay yet, and Seattle is still Seattle. I could care less how old Pete Carroll is. For some reason, when the Rams and the Seahawks get together, it is a barn burner. Forget the records. You've heard that before, right? Oh, yeah. That old cliche, throw yeah. the records out, but yeah. it, it's true. Uh, it could go either way. So, anyway, uh, I'm having so much fun hanging out with you. I really yeah. am. Uh, this is an honor for me. Uh, it is. Too, I used buddy. to watch you growing up, and here you are. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I used to like try to wear my... Like elbow sleeves, like you. You did, yeah. Because <laughs> back in the day, this is in the eighties. Yeah, basketball players actually wore elbow pads and knee pads. That's right. You were like one of the first guys that like went to like the more streamlined look. Yeah, I'm like, I want to look like that. All right. Except yeah. I was short and fat, and you were tall and skinny. <laughs> All right. Uh, when we come back, more football questions, oh, yeah. and maybe at some point we will get into some basketball talk. Sure. Yeah, I heard uh, the Lakers are getting old. Am I supposed to do something, Laura? You're looking at me funny again. No, I'm just laughing. All right. We'll be back on 710 ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. 
Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mike, I'm getting all these crazy texts. About? Act like you've done this before. That's funny. Oh, yes, yeah. I have done this before. Oh, yeah, you've been, you've been pro at this. And what is this? Uh, what is Radio Tinder? Oh, that's something Lindsay does. Like uh, That's her segment. Yeah, swipe right or swipe left on a certain subject she brings up. Mm-hmm. Swipe right means you like it. Swipe left means you don't like it, whatever subject she brings up. Yeah, oh. Michael remembers. Oh, Lindsay's the best. Okay. Thanks, Michael. Ever since she left Mason and Ireland, that show's gone to dumps. <laughs> what did I just step into? Right. <laughs> Careful, Wow, my bad. Don't start a fire here. Don't start a fire. Stone cold DFR. See? Ooh, <laughs> Michael, for what it's worth, I miss you every Wednesday. I know, man. That's a bad trade, man. Trading you for. But we uh, got you today. Yeah, we that's got you right. Today, the whole show. Exactly. See, I thought Tinder was bad, right? Tinder? Yeah. I've never done Tinder. It's, but it's I'm, it's it's what I think it is, right? It's like a hookup app. It's, it's a, a dating app. It's a hookup app. See, she said hookup. She said dating. Hey, what well, is I know it? a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have met and had long relationships that they met on Tinder. That's Are they all. still together? Yeah. Oh. I actually know a couple that just got married and they met on Tinder. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Okay. Because I yeah. heard that was just a bam. Well, I feel like that's Tinder. what it's. That's what it started off as, but I feel like yeah. it's grown into, you know, people well, are just like trying to meet people. Well, you However, gotta, you, you know? got to let the guy know that's not what you're looking for, Laura. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Trust me. I'm not like that, Michael. I let I know. him know. Like, exactly. Oh. So you, uh, you, I'm so you really just scared left. of her. So you just Why? Swipe. I'm really afraid of Laura. Oh, See, yeah. I, 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 like, I, I know like 20. percent You think she's carrying a box cutter? Nope. No. I, <laughs> I think there's just more there. You know. She think you think she Lorena Bob at you? The more we're around each other, the more I'm like, well, Laura's wow, tough. I want to hear more. It's well, just tough, interesting. Yeah. Ain't wow. no man going to push her around. You oh, know. wow. Uh, what? Carmelo is tripping. He says the media is baiting people like to how? debate about age of roster. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the so media. the media? Well, Do we the, count as the but, media? But if you're Carmelo and LeBron and Rondo, Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan, you have to expect that uh, they're going to bring up the age of the team because of... Uh, of the age of these guys in the Lakers sign. So, yeah, that's going to be a topic. And until they can prove that they're not, not too that's not baiting. It's, it's reality. Yeah, exactly. It's that's just asking, uh, you know, simple, obvious questions. Are you guys a little too long in a tooth? Which they are. And that's why this team has to win now. This team is built to win this year, not two years down the road. Everybody knows that. If you so. had your druthers, would you rather have an older, experienced squad like the Lakers, or would you rather build with youth? You say like some. I'd rather, how were the Warriors built? They weren't old. They, they, they yeah, young when they, and when they, learned. When they started started to emerge and dominate, they were like in their primes, just perfect timing. Durant came along. Steph and Clay had already won with Draymond. Then Durant joins that uh, that crew with Andre Iguodala. And if if they would have stayed healthy, I used to tell Clay this all the time. When they got Durant, I say, listen, if you guys stay healthy, which is a big thing for any team, and if you guys stay together, y'all could y'all could match Michael Jordan at six rings. See, now you're changing. See, stay together. See, well, yeah, stay you together. Know why? Because See? that, no, because that was a historic special team. <laughs> That's what I'm talking you about. You didn't have one of those. Stay you together. Play, stay you together for on the wins. Yeah, it's but the you same thing. You know, you weren't playing on no Super Bowl winner. It's the same thing. Stay together for the wins. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, but but I mean, the Lakers are old. But no one's trying to bait you into no. debating it, right? Yeah, uh, Melo's feeling a little self-conscious there, a little self, de- little defensive. I guess so. I mean, but, I guess uh, we all do about no, age. I mean, at the some team point. is old, yeah. and but they have some young guys and Monk and Nunn and Taylor Horton Tucker. So they got some young guys they can throw in there. But uh, for the most part, yeah, this is an old team. But Frank Vogel's going to manage their minutes properly, so they won't be tired by April. And, what does uh, that mean? You're giving away games, or no, no, no. Guys will play. You know, LeBron will play thirty. I probably average thirty-two minutes a game. I don't. He might take a night or two off. I don't think he's going to have like 
go Kawhi on us and go like have missed 15 games for load management. Russell Westbrook's 32, but he's like he's he's got a 22 year old body. The way he plays the game, he's in shape. Uh, he's he's got incredible. He's got the endurance of a Kenyan marathon runner. <laughs> wow. AD is only 28, so he's just coming into his prime. That's high praise. You Kenyans know? can run, man. Oh, they can run all day. So can <laughs> with no Ethiopians. shoes. <laughs> with no shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's that same kind of guy. He's got yeah. that kind of endurance. He just those will get tired. I'm glad you're here. Then tell me how this marriage is going to work because no one no one I've done radio with yeah. that covers the Lakers has an answer for how LeBron and Westbrook are going to get along oh, on the floor. They will be fine. They play they've played together on Team USA before, so it's not like they're strangers Isn't that different, to each other. though? That's just that's, – No, that's no different. It's still basketball. And the thing is, as you know, let's say if you are a defensive tackle and your other two defensive tackles on your team was – one was Reggie White and one was Aaron Donald, and as you, another Pro Bowl-level player, aren't you going to be willing to share time with those guys because you respect what those guys can do so much that you can understand why you have to alternate – and sort of, you know, uh, if we're part of a rotation, yeah. If you're part sure. of a rotation, okay. There you go. But, so that's the same thing. But, but you all play three with of us guy. can't play at the same time. So one of us is going to be sitting on the bench. No, but, which would but, which would not make me happy. But you're still going to play half the reps, right? And it may keep you fresher. It'll keep you fresher over 16, 17 games. I'm season. the most team-oriented guy right. that's ever been created on this planet, and that would drive me crazy. You, you want to be in there for fifty snaps, sixty snaps? Yeah, because I think that gives us the best chance to win. So, I mean... But so does the other guys that uh, yeah. you're sharing a line with. You know, if you're playing with a couple of also pro bowlers who can... Uh, all, all, all NFL type guys. Well, do their styles mesh? Yeah, they mesh. Uh, Russell's not a spot-up shooter, but LeBron can be. So when Russell has... Can the ball, be. Okay, oh, yeah, so is. LeBron has... LeBron can knock down shots all day okay. long. So when, when Le, Russell's dominating the ball, he can drive to the basket, kick it out to either AD or, or LeBron or Kendrick. No, they got shooters all over the floor. So they can definitely mesh and uh, blend their skills. And they, they're both the primary uh, playmakers. One time it'll be LeBron's turn. The other time it'll be Russell Westbrook. It takes a lot of, a lot of uh, stress off of LeBron. He doesn't have to carry the offense all the time. Is it impossible for, for NBA players to work on their game while they're playing? Because oh, yeah. it, it still shocks me. Like the Ben Simmons thing oh, still guy. shocks me. Even you know, the Shaquille O'Neal thing, yeah. which I give a pass to with the free throws, still surprises me. Like that he didn't improve over the years. Yes. Yeah. Shaq is, is it impossible to improve no, your shooting stroke? No, you can definitely improve. Tim Duncan improved. Tim, Dun- Tim Duncan came in with a fifty percent free throw shooter. He ended up being a seventy something percent free throw shooter. So you definitely can. Michael Jordan, believe it or not, when he first came into the league, the strategy was the strategy was let him shoot because he can't. He could shoot, but he wasn't right. like he, he didn't turn into the shooter until a few years later. Then right. he became a, a knockdown shooter. But when he first came in as a young player, no, make him shoot a jump shot. Don't let him drive to the basket. That's what you'd rather him do. But then, of course, he perfected that, and he, there was no answer for him. So, um, But uh, guys like Ben Simmons, man, if I had him, if I was coaching him, I said, come on, Ben, come here, son. We're going to sit down, we're going to the gym, and we're going to shoot 1,000 jump shots a day. By the way, have you ever watched Ben Simmons play in a YouTube, just like pickup games? Yeah. He's knocking down threes. He's knocking down jump shots. So as a coach, now part of this is his responsibility too. It falls on him too, 50% of it. But as a coach, you got to encourage him, son, I don't care if you go 0 for 20. I just want you to shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. And don't, okay. and don't worry about it, okay? If you got a mid-range shot, yeah. every now and then you can knock down a three. I don't expect you to turn into Clay or Steph. But I shoot him with confidence, and if it don't go in, I'm not going to be mad at I you. I think I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It seems like he's he's afraid to fail. He's afraid to shoot because he's afraid to miss. Coach has got to assure, assure him that if you miss, we're not going to take you out. You do too many other things well, so wow. relax and shoot the ball. I just it, it just amazes me when I hear yeah. that NBA professional basketball players don't improve their game. Yeah. In football, and I hate to bring it up, compare sports, 
improvement is required <laughs> on a daily mm-hmm. or they'll cut you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Improvement, ongoing skill development is required in that sport. You have to be better than your last snap. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. So when guys that are in their fourth, fifth, sixth year yeah. in the NBA no and they still it. can't shoot, it just it, no I, I don't get yeah, it at you all. You don't have to turn into a pure shooter. You don't have to be Ray Allen or you don't have to beat Tony Kukoc, but you should show some kind of steady improvement and have confidence in yourself. That's the main thing, having confidence in yourself, even if you miss. I try to tell my daughter this, and tell me if I'm wrong. Um, Steph Curry's special, yeah, but I think he's special because he's done it more. He's put up more shots than anybody on the Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady is the GOAT because he's great. He's got the physical tools and the ability. But the other reason he's so great at this age is because no one on the planet, living or dead, has played as much football as him. You know what I mean? No one has taken that many snaps yeah. at quarterback. So there's nothing you can't throw at him. Right. Yeah. And the amount of work he puts yeah, in on the exactly, practice field, yeah. he's going to be yeah. good at what he does. So His work ethic is still as if he's 24, not 44. So it's work ethic. Yeah. Okay, it comes down to work ethic. It comes so, down to work ethic and passion for what you do. If you have the work ethic and the passion for what you do, you're gonna get. You're definitely gonna improve. I wonder how you basketball players would feel working under like an NFL contract situation, oh. where you didn't hold the power, where you can actually yeah. be cut if you stink. Oh my god! I wonder how you guys would react to that. I, I really do. I, I I think half you guys would stop playing basketball. <laughs> no, the guys will stop because what's the alternative? Stop and, and instead of making a hundred million guaranteed, you're gonna make you're gonna go make work for fifty thousand a year. No, no, they're not gonna no, stop. No, no. I mean, you still make the hundred, hundred fifty, but it's just not guaranteed. That's not guaranteed. It'll, yeah, it'll make them more selfish because they'll want to put up more numbers. Figuring, you think? I gotta, I gotta I gotta be more selfish so I can make sure I uh, keep my keep my contract. I think you'd see more improvement. <laughs> I really do. I think you see more yeah. improvement right. out of guys like Ben Simmons. It, I mean, you, you sign a 10-year deal and it's yeah. all guaranteed. Or a five-year deal for $175 million and it's you're all gonna, guaranteed. You're going to get what you get. Yeah. I'm already paid. Why would I? Yeah. And Ben Simmons said that he's not going to report this year to the, to camp. Now, I don't know. if. Let's say he does. Let's say he decides, you know what, Philadelphia, I'm done with you guys. Unless you trade me, I'm not showing up. And he doesn't, re- say, play this year. He, he forfeits $27 million. He's 25 years of age. You know, he can make that up on the back end because he's so young. He might lose 27 now, but if he eventually gets traded, say, next year, he'll just sign another deal after this and get another 27 oh or 30 God. million down the road. $27 million and you say no. Well, he's supposed to I get cry. He's, suppo- he's supposed to get an $8 million uh, advance on his salary October 1st. We'll see if he shows up for that 8 million. I would cry. So no fear of the Lakers' age no, for you. It's no. a win-now situation. Yeah, they got to win it this year. And Camelo said that. I'm not done with this. Right. <laughs> I'm coming back to this with you. Why? Because I have you sitting there. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Wow, I haven't got one of these in a long time, bro. Fan mail. Somebody wants me to sign a football card. Really? You got a fan mail there? Uh, yeah. What uniforms? A Rams card. uniform? Is that yeah. the only team you play oh, for? Oh, that's me whipping Joe Panos's butt. Joe I Panos is Joe now Panos. an agent. Yeah, he's an agent now. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, we battled in college. He was at Wisconsin. I was at UW. We are battled the, there. And are then the Rams we, the only team you played for? Yes. Well, a, a brief stint with the 49ers, but we will not talk about that ever again. Who's the greatest well, defense? Look at that. Look at that. I look good, don't I? Look yeah, boy. I tell you, you look like I'm you gorgeous. Looks, you look 
You look lit. Humble lit pie, there. anyone. I'm gorgeous. That's sexy right what was there. Your, See? What was your playing weight there? 275. Oh, you're too, you're too yeah, light now. 275. Yeah, put you on the edge of that lightning. No, see, you got this fascination with outside. No, if you're a good pass rusher, where you want to be is inside. Because all these uh, de- all these tackles I see now are like 350 in the inside. V- what's the name? Vita Vea from the from Tampa. It depends on what scheme you're using. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a monster. Guys, they just put these big blocks in the middle now to, to clog things up. No doubt. That's why I went undrafted. It's everything goes in cycles. Yeah. When I was coming out, Gilbert Brown was the rage. Remember Gilbert Brown, right, yeah. the, the grave digger? Yeah. In uh, uh, Green Bay, uh, he was huge. He was mm-hmm. 300 and. 50 pounds, everybody wanted big. So they drafted a guy named Big Daddy Wilkinson in the first yeah, round because, because he was huge. Yeah. And then next year, after Warren Sapp was drafted because John Randall was tearing up the league. Yeah. So let's get smaller. Right. So what Aaron Donald is doing right now is making teams want to draft smaller guys. Yeah. And they're getting smaller guys killed yeah. because they're not like Aaron. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You. Most guys can't be that size and play in the interior without getting smashed. How much does Aaron weigh? Like two seventy? Yeah, somewhere in there. But yet he's strongest guys who weigh who weigh three forty, or if not stronger. So he's just got that natural strength. Yeah, if not stronger, um, he is the perfect defensive tackle specimen because he's got no body fat. So yeah, I've seen him with his shirt off. Yeah, so most oh. defensive tackles, if you strip yeah. the fat oh, away, yeah. Yeah. look like him, but. Most guys don't really work out like he does. So he's constantly. just he's just like a uh, weight room uh, machine, weight room monster. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. You've been in a weight room, right? You yeah. know the dumbbell rack. Yeah. You know you start at five right. and you go all the way up. Well, he works out with the dusty dumbbells, yeah. the ones no one touches. You mean That's... like up to eighty pound curls and stuff like that. For a warm up, probably and no that, way, and that's not he does hyperbole. Pound curls. That's not hyperbole. I mean, you you've seen this guy without his shirt on. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a bodybuilder. You he looks like Mister Olympia. You don't look that way without being well, super yeah, strong. Of yeah, he, he's he's an absolute monster. Wow. Yeah, no fear of an old roster. I thought you'd feel differently about no, that. No, no, maybe because you're you're an older guy. No, because I, I, I tend to root for the old guys now. No, you need experience to win a title. Now, obviously, Milwaukee won it last year, and they had some experienced guys on it. Right, you know, Giannis is young, but Middleton's around thirty. Lopez is 36. So this puts more pressure on the coach then because you have to manage this properly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing about ah. it is he's got smart guys to work with, very heady mm. veterans, and LeBron being the leader, LeBron would I don't tell. like that. Yeah. What do you mean you don't like what? I don't like – I like depending on LeBron. I like depending on the player. I like depending right. on the team. So I don't like you- depending on – I'm more of – I guess if I was a baseball manager, I'd be more of an AL manager. You know, my pitcher doesn't pitch. I have a I have a DH. I set a lineup and I sit there and watch. I depend on the guys. I don't want to be Dave Roberts and have to manage bullpen games. There's there's too much. I can make a mistake and cause us to lose. But that's so, why you have a good lieutenant like LeBron to help you out make decisions. You you lean on someone like LeBron with his experience. Hey LeBron, uh, if you if you're uh, Frank Bogle, hey LeBron, um, who do you think uh, needs a night off or could use a little bit more rest? Because LeBron, being as smart as he is. He can. He knows his teammates, and he can say, you know, Trevor's been a little banged up. Maybe we should give him the night off and play Malik Monk more tonight or something like that. So you you have a, a sounding board like LeBron with his experience to lean on as a coach. It makes your job a lot easier. No doubt. But what happens if there's a conflict? Well, like if conflict LeBron like says one and Vogel says another. Well, if another. I was a coach and if I yeah. thought that another guy needed more playing time and LeBron says, no, I prefer to play with this guy. Or, LeBron, I need you to sit. And LeBron says no. No, Frank does that. Frank uh, – 
you trust LeBron. If LeBron says, I don't need to sit, then you trust your veteran. Say, okay. okay, I guess if he feels good, he wants to play. I, I would do that too. Hey, Kareem, how you feeling tonight? You need a night off? And, if you know, guys of that age, when they've been up there a long time, like LeBron's 37 now. So guys say, I'm not talking about when you're 27. You're 27, you're playing every night unless you're hurt. You know, I don't want to hear <laughs> right. stuff about, oh, I need a night off. No. Are you hurt? No. There it is. I, you, no, but if you, but long guys like LeBron who's yeah. been around a long time, I say, yeah, if you need a night off, let me know. Let me know how you feel. That's what I tell LeBron. Let me know when you want to play. See, I have that much respect for it. I that's funny. Yeah, uh, taking games off is 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 foreign to me. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand it when you're in your twenties. Now, if you're yeah. like oldest LeBron with his with the mileage on his body, sure. If you need a night off, I'm fine with that. It just makes me nervous when you have to manage a team properly to win a championship. Well, this team is so yeah. deep that all these. But batters, I guess every coach does anyway. Yeah, yeah, all these guys want to play. They all they, they might not want to play forty minutes, but they all want to you know be in the game every night. They're healthy, right? So you just got to know. And Frank Vogel will will coach by feel. This this five man unit, or let's just say these two guys are working well with Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron. So I'll, we'll hmm. keep these two guys in. Now some nights Melo might only play five minutes a game. You never know. Or Melo might play twenty five minutes. Melo plays five minutes. So it might be that way because Trevor Ariza's got it going. Or Malik Monk's got it going. A wing, another wing guy. Or How's Carmelo going to deal with that? He'll be all right because Are you sure? okay. he's 37 now. <laughs> he's he's got all the numbers that he needs. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. So now it's only thing that matters is and plus something like that. You got to look at it this way. He struck me as a taller Allen Iverson. No, he didn't have AI's like, kind of moves though. I mean, but just like AI says, I'm numbers. not coming off the bench. I'm a starter. You know, Melo felt that way up until a couple of years ago, and then he yeah. realized, yep, no, that, that era is over with. So if I want to prolong my career, then I have to adjust okay. my, my, I have to supplement my ego, or subjugate my ego, and come off the bench. And here we are. And he did a great job. And doing here it. we are. Yeah, correct. I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm a fan. I've always have been. I think he was. I still think he's one of the best offensive weapons in basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the guys can't leave, a, him, can't leave him open. He'll knock down those big shots. He's a guaranteed a, shot, and he's not afraid to take those big shots at crunch moments. <laughs> he is. He never met a shot he he couldn't take oh, or yeah. didn't like. Yeah. Uh, are you, you mentioned Portland earlier? Yeah. Uh, Shaq says Shaquille O'Neal uh, says that, and I think they have a connection, right? Uh, With Portland, Shaq and Portland, no. Shaq really. and Damian Lillard. Oh, maybe I don't know. He Everybody says says Dame Lillard needs to leave Portland. Whoa. Yeah. Shaq. Yeah, he needs to go team up with other stars if he's serious about – I like this – if he's serious about winning. Uh, it's not – and he says he loves his old-school mentality, mm. but things have changed. Even Shaq says he doesn't like players ganging yeah. up or teaming up, well, but you might have to now. He's the opposite of Barkley because Barkley hates that. He hates when yeah. these guys recruit each other and go team up instead of trying to – that's just the way it is now, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Kind of the way it is. It's, it's slowed down the last couple of years because Giannis has proven that you can win by staying in one place even though they won because Brooklyn was hurt. If Brooklyn was healthy, they would have definitely lost to the Nets. But uh, for Lillard to have to leave Portland, Lillard had a chance this summer to leave to go somewhere, but he says, no, I want to stick it out here and win in Portland. Now, he's not going to do it, but I, I like his uh, dedication <laughs> to, his, to, his, uh, to his goal of trying to win in Portland. Of course, we thought that uh, when Giannis had a chance to leave Milwaukee and he re-upped with the, with the Bucks, right. we thought maybe you should go to Miami and team up with uh, – who was down there with um, – who was in Miami at the time? It was Gian- Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Guys. I said, maybe I was thinking funny hair, but Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. But he decided, no, I'm going to stay in Milwaukee because I want to win here. And I guess Damian Lillard saw that Giannis did it, so he figures I want to stay here too. I thought Damian had a chance to go play with the Warriors this past uh, summer or this summer because the Warriors had those high picks and there was a lot of rumors that Damian was a little bit unsettled and unhappy in Portland, and then they hired Chauncey Billups, who's a who 
players love, and maybe he's going to be a horrible coach. opening press conference. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> was yeah, that his fault. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's some things up. you just can't a- you can't answer, yeah. right? But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So it looks like he's going to give because he's a fan of Chauncey. He's going to give Chauncey a chance now. If they flame out this year, let's say if they make the playoffs and get beat in the first round again, then I think you will see him look to leave. See, when I read this this whole story, this quote from Shaq about Dame Lillard should leave Portland if he's serious about winning, uh, it was it's not really a shot at Dame. It's more of a shot at Portland that Portland has no shot to win. And no. you just said it. No, they're not. They're not win. going to. They'll be in the playoffs. Why? Or... Why isn't Portland? Why? Because it, it, it... they're not as good as the Lakers, the Jazz, Phoenix, Clippers. They just don't have the players. They got good players. But why doesn't Dame the... recruit other players to Portland? Is that is is that impossible yeah, to do? That's impossible. Why? I mean, nobody's going to leave to go to Portland. Uh, Portland, Oregon is a nice area. But when guys leave their respective teams, they're going to go to either L.A., Miami, New York, or Brooklyn, or. Golden State. Those are the destinations that if guys are going to leave, they're going to go play in those places because those are the glamour cities. Uh, they well, have a chance to win. Well, wait too. a minute. Golden State is glamour. The Bay Area. It is, it is now. Yeah, San Francisco Bay Area. Of I course. remember I grew up there. The Warriors weren't the Warriors then. No, this but the is Bay Area is a beautiful area to live in, right? Even though it's expensive. Right. State I mean, taxes, World Be Free, Joe Barry Curl. Yeah. That's the guys I grew up on. Right. I mean, they weren't the Warriors of today. No, so, but it was always a. a can't you make Portland hot? No, it's too rainy, cold. Now, I liked it up there, but for a lot of guys, if they have a choice, a lot of the high-end free agents, high-end yeah. players, they're all pro players, no, they're not going to pick Portland. They're going to pick one of the more destination cities. I mean, do you really live in that city if oh, you're yeah. a bat? I mean, well, if you have, if, if you can get anywhere you want. Sure, but if, yeah. you know, if you play for the Lakers, you're going to live here year-round. If you play for Miami, okay. you're going to live there year-round because the weather and, the, and all the th- attractions that they have to offer. You hang around L.A. Yeah. I see people that play in Chicago yeah. here in Los Angeles. I see people right. that play in New York here in Los Angeles. Exactly. You can play in Portland and still get to Los Angeles and back for the next yeah, night. But then you have to Rodman leave. did it. He went back and forth to Chicago. Yeah, but then you have to leave come October. You won't be back here again until April. He see? can do it. Why, but why if you don't play it here, you don't have to leave. Why don't people want to play with Dame? Well, people will play with him. People would want to play with him. He's a, he's a stud. I would. And a nice guy. Yeah. But, why, does uh, he have, why does he have to be the piece that moves is my question. Well, Portland they, is his team. Go to him. Because if they have salary cap, if you're a, a, a free agent the caliber of a Donovan Mitchell player, that he's not going to leave where he is to go to Portland. He might leave to go to Miami or come here, like I said, but he's, they're not going to just make a lateral move to, to, to a northern city What did like you that. say about Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man? Everybody's, everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Yeah, but at those guys' prices, the price is always the same. So, I mean, so much you can sign I'd for. See, but uh, winning is priceless. All right, this is my favorite part of the show. I love this. It's what you need to know. This is my favorite. Brought to you by Morongo Casino and Resort. You're a little early. And spa. I know. I'm doing it anyway. Okay. Yeah, I like it anyway. Okay. Uh, and good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So what do we need to know, Laura? So you're a little early. We have to break, come back, and then- No, I, I want to do it now. Okay. Break and then come back? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Break and then come back. 